today on CityCast Boise. With over 20,000 followers on Instagram, Lala's Jungle has created a thriving community around her love of indoor plants. But she wasn't always a plant mom. She tells us how she went from pandemic-era hobby to owning over 200 plants and shares which plants you should get if you've loved them to death in the past. It's Wednesday, April 12th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Lala. Welcome to CityCast Boise. Hi, thanks for having me. So you have over 200 plants in your collection at home. What is it like to be a crazy plant lady? Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to start. It happened overnight. It's just been something that has kept me sane for the last three years, just because of how the world has been. It's just been a great hobby to have, and I really enjoy it. Is your collection growing every day? Like, are you are you constantly adding or have you, are you like, okay, this is enough plants? I add and like let go. So I let go of plants that aren't bringing me joy anymore. I share them with friends. Um, I do sell oh, nice. yeah. some of them as well, but I'm constantly bringing in plants. My husband's like, can you please stop? <laughs> <laughs> How do you do it? Like, what's your routine? This seems like a ton of work. It is a ton of work. I used to use an app for plant care that would help me understand when I would need to water certain plants. But then you kind of just get the idea of what plant needs what care at certain times. So there's plants that will need watering more often than others. And I have my eye on those. Plants are so awesome because they will show you what they need. They will show you by being droopy or wrinkly. So you kind of get the feel of what they need throughout your process. But at least at this point, you know, you know what they need, which makes me think, you know, what do your plants teach you? You know, do you find there's like a a deeper meaning behind caring for these plants? I think there is. Like I said, it's therapeutic. It's helped me with my mental health. And I know from just being in the plant community online that a lot of people use this as a therapeutic tool. There's something about them that attracts you to them. Uh, I've heard people say that a plant will call to you when you're looking at it. And I feel like that's very true. Like you see a plant and you're like, oh my gosh, you are coming home with me today. I don't know why, but you are. <laughs> I think that's really true. And, and you know, um, I always, when I, for housewarming gifts, I always give a plant something that I kind of feel like fits a person's personality Uh, You said you gift a lot of plants. Are you careful when you gift them? Do you think this is a good fit? Yes. I always try to make sure I gift something that is relatively easy. If I know the person is not per se an expert or advanced in the plant care or is just starting, I have like my set of plants that I will gift um, to my friends or family. I've gotten almost all of my friends addicted to plants at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the best beginner plant if for somebody who's not quite familiar with, 
you know, how to get started or what's a really good, uh, what a a hard plant to kill? (laughs) A hard plant to kill, in my opinion, would either be a ZZ plant or a snake plant or a vining plant like a pothos plant. Those are probably going to be your best shot at not failing as a plant parent. Good to know. Um, So what is your current favorite plant in your entire collection? Oh, my gosh. Not to make you choose, but who do you love the most right now? (laughs) Who do I love the most right now? I don't have a plant per se, but I do have a genus that I love for sure, and it's Hoya. Any hardy Hoya plant I am a fan of. They are almost like a succulent in that regards. And a lot of people say succulents are a beginner's plant. They are not a beginner's plant, (laughs) in my opinion. They are drought tolerant, which is amazing. So it could be a great beginner plant, but people tend to overwater them. And I'm actually looking at one right now in my window, and it's called a Hoya Crimson Queen. That one is probably one of my favorites because it was one of my first ones. And I still like looking at her, so she's still part of my clan. (laughs) Succulents are so much harder to keep alive than people realize, Um, which we already talked about beginners, but like for advanced plant owners, what's a plant they need to have? I would say if you're going to be going into something more advanced, anthuriums are going to be something that's much more advanced. They require a lot of care. They require a lot of humidity, which living in Idaho, we don't have natural humidity. Um, It's very dry. So you'll have to supplement with humidifiers or indoor greenhouses to keep them alive and to keep the foliage pretty without any spots or um, drying out. So that one requires a little more attention, and I think that would be an advanced plant that I would recommend if you're wanting to take the next step, or any tropical aeroids, like a Monstera uh, variegated albo. Those are another plant that require a little more attention, a little more care, a little more humidity. So those are some of the plants that I feel like would be for an advanced plant parent if that's what they choose to go for. So you started in 2020, and I'm sure you've experienced a lot of trial and error with your plants. Can you share some tips with us? Yes. A lot of trials and errors come with being a plant parent. Definitely get yourself a moisture meter. You could stick that right into the soil, and it'll tell you if your soil is dry, moist, or wet. And that will give you an idea where you're at with your plant that day. And maybe you could wait another week to water your plant. Another awesome tool um, is Instagram, honestly. Instagram, the plant community, they are so helpful to everyone. I've experienced so much joy being in that plant community. I could ask anybody a question and they have an answer for me right away or even a local Facebook group. Uh, We have a Facebook group here in Boise called Idaho Plant Lovers. If you ask a question, somebody's going to help you. Just no pressure. Plants are going to (laughs) die. It just happens. You know, it might not be fault of your own. It could be the person that grew them had 
different, way different conditions than what we had here in Idaho. Um, just be patient. Okay, good to know. Let's, uh, can we talk about Boise stores? Like, do we have good options for people to buy their plants locally? And like, what are your favorite shops? Okay, I have quite a few favorite shops <laughs> because I'm all around the valley just browsing and torturing my kids by taking them to the plant <laughs> shops. So first off, I want to shout out A Succulent Day. Uh, they are located on State Street in Boise. They have a lot of succulents, a lot of um, gift ideas. They will pot up your plants for you for or for your gift. They do a lot of one-on-one -on -one with you and they're so awesome. The second one is Coffee Plant Repeat in Meridian. Uh, Shannon is amazing. She has an array of plants. She's brought in a lot of more unique plants um, in the last year or so. And she's also opened up another spot in her shop called Woodroot Bar. Nice. There are also a couple of other garden centers, nurseries. Um, Zamzo's is a great option as well. They're introducing a lot of advanced plants, a lot of anthuriums, a lot of Hoya, a lot of those tropical plants. And then the other one is Edwards Greenhouse. I love to go there for my starts for veggies and also for houseplants. They have a good selection of houseplants and it's just so fun to walk through there during the winter when it's gloomy and cold outside. It's always spring in there. It's always warm and cozy. And the last one would be Franz or Franz Witty in Nampa. I love to go there as well. Their new greenhouse is gigantic and it's always bright and beautiful in there. So those would be my options for local. Those are great. I love Edwards and love uh, Franz Witt. And uh, have you ever been to Ruby Bloom in Caldwell? I haven't. I've heard of it, but I haven't gone there. And there's also another one that I've heard about called Five Mile Garden. Okay. I've heard they have a good selection of outdoor plants and they're now getting into that indoor house, house plant business as well. Oh, great. Well, yeah, I went to Ruby Bloom um, a couple weeks ago after taking uh, my aunt to Amano and uh, it, I bought a couple plants there and they had such uh, really interesting stuff I hadn't seen before. So you'll have to check it out. You mentioned having a plant community through social media. Do people reach out to you quite a bit for advice? I get a few questions here and there. I'm always open. My messages are always open for anybody. I will answer as many questions as I'm able to. I always express to my followers or just my friends in general, I'm not an expert. This is what works for me because what works for me might not work for you. So I always, even if I get advice, I always take it with a grain of salt because even living in Boise, our home conditions are all different. How about the plant community in, in Boise? Do you feel like that's growing? Yes. So I heard recently that the Idaho Plant Lovers page reached 10,000 followers, which is amazing because it was started up by just one person who had a love for plants and wanted to share it with people in Idaho. And it's grown to about 10,000 people. And that's amazing to know that we have a community here in Boise that is wanting to explore houseplants and wants to learn about them and participate in that. I think it brings 
unity to our community. You mentioned your kids earlier. Are they into this? Or are they like, oh my gosh, my mom is losing it? <laughs> you know, or do they think this is a fun hobby too? My daughter, she is seven, almost eight, and she has a love-hate relationship with them. She wants to be involved in everything that I do, which I think is amazing. But at the same time, if we're going somewhere and I mention a plant shop, she will say, come on, mom, not again. (laughs) But she also has her collection of plants. She has about 12 plants in her bedroom. So... I think she likes them, but she's a little kid, so she yeah. <laughs> and my son is three, so he he just goes with the flow. We'll go somewhere and he goes, Are we gonna go see plants? I'm like, yeah, well <laughs> we're gonna go see plants, dude. <laughs> he likes to spray my plants. They're not allowed to water them, but I do allow them to use a spray bottle to mist them here and there. That's their way of helping me. You made your own misters. That's very convenient. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. They got it. They got to put in the work, too, because they've broken quite a few leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. With a three-year-old, I am sure. Well, Lala, thank you so much for talking to us. And uh, I, happy plant hunting. I hope you and uh, get end up with like three, four hundred. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. We're, we're getting a greenhouse soon, so I'll probably hit that or more. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. One more thing before you go. According to the camping advice website Adventure on the Rocks, Idaho is the fourth best state for camping in the U.S. Of the criteria, the gem state shown in the number of hiking trails and free campsites. Wyoming ranked as the best state for camping, followed by Montana and New Mexico. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with a special Farmer's Market episode. Bye. Bye.